Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also join me for my live show five days a week, 9 a.m. to noon on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, you can also check out HeidiHarris.com, where my books are up there, blog posts, obviously podcast archives, and there's a link to listen live to the show from anywhere at HeidiHarris.com. This week I had Mark Morano on. You probably know him from ClimateDepot.com. He's got a new book out called Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Worse Than You Think. He's also done a couple of documentaries about the climate science and the whole fraud that's involved with that. And he's also written another book called The Politically Incorrect Guide to the Green Situation. He's a really interesting guy to talk to. And his new book is out, as I mentioned, it's called Green Fraud. And what was really interesting to me about it I think a lot of people, certainly my listeners, know that this whole climate stuff is all a fraud. You can't change the planet by passing a law or restricting people driving cars. I, I think anybody who believes that, it frightens me, actually, that you believe that people could control the planet, this incredible planet that God created. We're just a tiny little bug on this planet, and yet people think if they pass a law, they can actually affect the weather. It's frightening to me that anybody would believe that, but okay. Anyway, what was really interesting in this book that he talked about was the idea that many people who are basing their religion, basically, on climate science and changing the planet, actually think that because we were so quick to put on masks and be compliant and shut things down willingly under the guise of COVID-19, that we could just as easily be convinced to do it to save the planet. That was the aspect of this book that I found most interesting. And it's not conjecture. It's not his opinion. It is based on what these people have said. Here's my conversation on my live show with Mark Morano. You wake up. She opens your eyes. The Heidi Harris Show on AM 670 KMZQ. Good morning. How you doing? I'm Heidi Harris. Uh, I've been following Mark Morano for a lot of years. I hope you have, too. You can check out ClimateDepot.com. That's his website. He's done a couple of documentaries called The Climate Hustle and Climate Hustle 2. Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change, one of his books. His newest is Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think. I read this over the weekend. I highly recommend everybody get it. Mark Morano, thanks for joining the Heidi Harris Show. How are you? Thank you so much, Heidi. I'm doing great. Appreciate it. Very exciting. Starting a book tour, huh? Another one for you, right? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Uh, this book opens today, releases today. And uh, I think it's going to be a fun book for the public because I have I have I've made it like a sort of the politically incorrect guide to the Green New Deal. And there's all there's information easily presentable and fun uh, little boxes throughout um, that this is really going to be a guidebook as we navigate the next four years in particular under the Biden administration. Yeah, it's true. You know, I'm just going to quote a couple things. I, I highlighted the heck out of this book as I read it over the weekend, okay? So I'm skipping around to the things I thought were fascinating. Sir Lindsey Hoyle, Speaker of the House of Commons at the G7 Speakers Meeting in 2020, he said, no one could ever imagine that we'd be so easily wearing masks and we'd all be so compliant. Those are the kind of things that you talk a lot about because I think most most of my audience, well, they certainly should know that a lot of this green stuff's bogus. But you talk a lot about the fact that this shutdown over the last year was just basically a dry run and these people are looking at how much power and control they had and they might potentially shut us down in the future under the guise of saving the planet talk a little bit about that yeah there's actually like i have two basically two chapters of the book deal with the covid climate connection 
And what this is, is it's linked to the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset in Biden administration's parlance. It's build back better, which essentially means you collapse the current system, particularly small business, mom and pa operations. You consolidate under big tech, big chain, big corporations, which are controlled by the woke left and are willing to go along with everything from vaccine passports to mandatory COVID testing, all sorts of restrictions, cancel culture, censorship, etc. But what, what the UK House of Commons is the way that they're going to do it. Essentially, the COVID lockdowns excited the climate activists, and they were jealous. I have quote after quote, John Kerry, Greta Thunberg, Al Gore, um, the United Nations officials all praising the COVID lockdowns, basically saying, if we can do it for COVID, we can do it for, lo- for lo- uh, climate. Right. And this year, Senator Schumer in New York is urging Joe Biden to declare a national climate emergency, which would in part suspend the usual messiness of democracy and allow uh, them to go go forward in the same way that blue state governors did on climate, on COVID without these restrictions. They'd have emergency powers. And we're already seeing what they would want to do. We have climate activists saying you'll only be able to fly under a climate emergency when it's morally justifiable, unquote, which sounds an awful lot like a COVID lockdown. You can't leave your house unless it's for essential services, etc. It's pretty scary. Speaking of Mark Morano, his newest book is, is called Green Fraud. Excellent, excellent book. I read it over the weekend. Yes, I do. I read that fast. I read it over the weekend. It's excellent. Why the Green New Deal is even worse than you think. He runs climatedepot.com. He's spoken all over the world on this a green craziness that's going on. And so one of the things that you mentioned in the book, too, that I found interesting, I guess I went, duh, I didn't realize. A lot of people say, follow the scientists, listen to the scientists. They know what's right. Well, a lot of these people, you talked about the fact that academia has basically been ceded to the left. The right people have just gotten out of it. And they've also gotten out of public health. That was fascinating to me. Talk a little bit about that. Well, here's what's happened. Basically, climate has failed over these decades. They just never got the American people. They couldn't even get cap-and-trade passed when President Obama was president with a Democrat House and Senate. They just never could get excitement. So... What they're doing is COVID and viruses transcend party lines. I mean, that just terrified everyone to the point where people were willing to be, in the words of the U.K. House of Commons, so obedient. But how did we get here? And I go a little bit into the book about the whole public health spectrum. These are, it's a microcosm of the climate debate, first of all. The Neil Ferguson's climate model, which predicted doom uh, back last, uh, I guess it was last March, that's how they play the climate debate. You predict scary scenarios, you gin up fear, you get the public scared, you get government to act and come up with a solution. In the case of COVID, it was lockdowns. In the case of climate, it's going to be the Green New Deal. Uh, so what happened is it's just like public school unions, teachers, it, uh, the same things happen in public health. No conservatives need apply. These are bureaucratic bean counters of the most progressive kind who believe that public safety is the only thing that matters, and that is why you're getting the CDC recommend. And this is real. I mean, just two weeks ago, the CDC, as reported by NBC News, you should wear a mask uh, when you're showering at the gym. Only take it off when you get your head wet in the shower. You should slip a straw under your mask, even on the treadmill as you're you're running as fast as you can. You can. It's all about public safety. There's no consideration for anything outside their realm, like horizon suicide, heart attack, depression, lack of screenings. Um, you know, all the studies which are coming out for every one life a lockdown saves. That's right. 29 might be dying, according to South African actuarial you know, insurance agencies. So this is the mess we're facing. These are 
blinded by their ideology, blinded by this public health dictum that says public safety first on a virus, nothing else matters, mental health, drug addiction, etc. So we are, we are in for it because no politician, Republican or Democrat, has seemingly been able to stand up to it. And, and I include President Trump in that. I mean, he's the one that he came around, but it was frankly too late. He allowed the public health bureaucracy last spring, which tanked his entire presidency. I, I mentioned Larry Kudlow in the book, who actually says at one point in April 2020, a year ago, he says, we don't know when we're going to open up again. That's up to the medical community, the medical staff, health doctors. I mean, imagine a presidency ceding authority to a nameless, faceless bureaucracy led by someone like Anthony Fauci and allowing them to decide when freedom and free markets in America can reopen. That's what we did, and this is the result, and there's no end to it. Yeah. We're seeing that now. Europe, Germany re-locking down. Copenhagen, Denmark just announced that they're locking down because of new variants. New Jersey's not opening up because of new variants. Cases rising. They're never going to give up this power willingly. No, never going to. We're with Mark Morano. The new book is Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think. He also runs Climate Depot, has spoken all over the world on these issues. I want to back up to something that you said, too, about businesses. I remember when the whole thing first started, they locked down certain businesses. You know, like you couldn't go, you go to Walmart and buy all the booze you wanted. But if you want to go to a local liquor store, they were all closed down. And to, I, you made a point that I hadn't even thought about, the idea of basically putting all the small businesses out of business because the bigger ones are going to be more compliant and go along with what the governor wants. That is a super important point that I didn't want to gloss over. No, it's absolutely the, the, the corporate boards of America today, whether it's Bank of America, Walmart, uh, you name it, across the board. CBS Ticketron announced that you're, they're planning concerts only when you have a vaccine passport. Only the vaccinated can go see a, see a concert. You know, this is what we've reduced to. They're not going to have that level of control with mom-and-pop business. That's why Jim Cramer from CNBC, the business guy, said this is the largest transfer of wealth he's ever witnessed in America in this past year. The wealthy billionaire class and the stock market has gotten wealthier than ever as everyone else has been crushed. And if you remember, George McGovern, 1972, ran on the universal basic income, a guaranteed income. He was laughed out only one one state, I believe, to Richard Nixon. Well, that's reality now. As you crush small business and the engines of America, what do you do? You come up with stimulus after stimulus. And again, Trump administration was part of this as well. These are basically turning into guaranteed incomes for unemployed Americans due to government policy. A government policy, which, by the way, has no impact. So the more you can get rid of all these small businesses that would potentially defy mask mandates, defy lockdowns, the more you're going to have compliance. So you don't want a mom-and-pop gym, for instance, open. Can you imagine a corporate L.A. Fitness or Gold's gym allowing its owner to stand up to New Jersey's governor and rack up, you know, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands in fines and stay open and take off the front doors and have police there and the gym goers defying it? No no corporate chain would have allowed it. They would have disassociated, but independents can do that. And the government knows that. Bureaucrats know it. They know where the opposition is. So this is all targeted. Well, I shouldn't say it's targeted, but the benefit is just nice for them because they get rid of all potential competition and you end up with these ridiculous cancel culture woke boards that will go along with any 
crap that progressives throw at them, and they'll fall all over themselves to make themselves liked by this progressive ideology. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty serious stuff. We're speaking with Mark Morano from ClimateDepot.com. His latest book is Green is Green Fraud: Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think. I read it over the weekend. I encourage everybody to get it. It comes out today. Uh, another thing you mentioned. This is the last thing I want to ask you about because I know you got to run. A global warming is not a national security threat. You know that. I know that. I'm yeah. stunned that even people in the military are sometimes going along with this craziness. It's, I mean, this is an area where it's just it's pure idiocy. These retired generals, I don't know if they're getting paid or they want attention or they're just, frankly, idiots. And I, I, I maybe go with the latter. They come out and they make these claims. Global warming is a national security threat. The, the, the World Health Organization, global warming is an existential threat. Here's the bottom line. Cooler times cause more wars and conflict. This is according to peer-reviewed studies, the Center for Strategic International Studies. In other words, cooler times cause crop failures, resource scarcity, which then leads to more war. Warmer times used to be called climate optimums, the medieval climate <laughs> optimum, which was the, as warmer, warmer than today from about 900 to 1300 A.D. So what we find out is a warming actually reduces conflict. But you want to know what reduces conflict even more? Energy independence right. and energy dominance, which is what we achieved under President Trump's administration. For the first time since 1952, when Harry S. Truman was president, we actually had more energy exports than imports. We became the world's largest uh, producer of oil and gas. And the first thing President Biden does under his Green New Deal philosophy is ban pipelines, ban drilling, uh, go after fracking with a death of a thousand cuts and continue to destroy the coal industry and hurting all the labor union jobs. So what's going to end up happening is we are going to end up with more dependence on foreign oil. We'll be back fighting wars in the Middle East. We'll be back relying on Venezuela, Russia. We'll be back. The ultimate is we're going to be relying on China for rare earth minerals to make all the solar and wind panels and, and, uh, and electric car batteries that we otherwise, you know, that we're going to have all these new mandates for. So it is a lose, lose, lose proposition. The Green New Deal is the only thing that we're proposing that would have be a great threat to our national security and lead to more wars because it's going to make us more dependent on what you can call conflict energy. Remember conflict diamonds? Yes. This is now conflict energy. We're going to have to rely on China, which has much lower environmental standards, to mine with poor African kids, which Amnesty International says they're using child labor and all these gross human rights violations. China has now bought Africa, which is the most mineral-rich, natural-resource continent on the, on the planet. And China is going to be controlling that. And guess who's going to be dependent upon, more and more dependent upon China? The United States under a Green New Deal. That's a problem. Mark Morano, the book is Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think. Comes out today. Get it. I read it over the weekend. I loved it. Also, check out ClimateDepot.com. That's ClimateDepot.com. Mark, good luck with the book. I know it's going to be a huge success. Thanks for taking the time this morning. Thank you so much, Heidi. Appreciate it. Pretty scary, isn't it? But some of these people make this whole climate scam their religion. And if they think they can have power over us and get us to shut things down just because maybe we can save the planet if we, what, go bankrupt? It's frightening. And the idea that we are going backwards from what Trump did, which was make us energy independent, is a really concerning thing. I've been talking about this for a while on the show, the whole idea that we're more likely to go to war, obviously, if we are dependent on others for our natural resources. Hello? Unbelievable. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me weekdays for my live show, 9 a.m. to noon. 
on AM670KMCQ. You can check out HeidiHarris.com for links to my books, blog posts, and of course, other podcasts. And you can get these podcasts anywhere you find podcasts. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Mm-hmm.